Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode number 7676. Let's get some uh, some nude pics. I don't know. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode 76 of the Comedy Collision Podcast. I cannot believe we have made it this far. And there's a goddamn fruit fly, dude. A little fruit fly. And last time we shot an episode here, there was a fruit fly, too. So some things don't ever change, and that's all right, man, because I'm back. And I know I took a little bit of a hiatus here, and I apologize for that. But because of that, I am a better person. And what do I mean by that? I'm bringing you more content now. That is my promise to you, the people of the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am bringing you an episode a week, audio, okay? Audio every week now, and then once a month of video, I think. I have a job now. Nikki Jobs, all right? Nikki Salesman is back on the block, and he's feeling good. No more Nikki layoffs. No more Nikki severance packages. He's out of here. We are still here. We're still sponsored by Buy. I actually uh, don't really like this flavor, but that's all right. That's <laughs> we we are working with what we have at this place here at the at the Comedy Collision Studios here. How are you guys? How is everybody? It's weird not having a guest. I usually have a, somebody I'm interviewing here the last like three episodes, but it's just me today, and I'm feeling good about that. I want to get into the real things that matter. Um, if you came out to my Rock Island show, I wanted to say thank you because we sold it out and it was an awesome show. Um, I I had a really great set. Uh, I did some crowd work or just about the city in the beginning and how, um, you know, I got catfished because the, it's not an, there's no actual island, but I guess there is if you keep driving or something like that. It was so weird driving in. It was just like all regular lights and then there was like one purple neon light. Like it was so weird. And then regular street lights. Like I get it. Your, your town's cool. But, like, you know, we're just going. So I uh, wanted to thank everyone who came out and everybody at the um, at the speakeasy. That's the name of it, the speakeasy. I got pulled over. A true story, on the way home, I got pulled over into a, th- you know, 25 minutes into a three-hour drive home at 11 o'clock at night. And the cop's like, where are you coming from? And I was like, the speakeasy. And I was just like, oh, shit. I just told a police officer that I'm coming from an illegal place to get booze. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, excuse me? And I was like, oh, no, no, it's a comedy club. I swear, I swear. He's like, were you drinking up there? And I'm like, no, I'm a performer. And he's like, they don't let the performers drink? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yes, let's go with that, right? The guy, uh, I got out of the ticket, dude, it was awesome. He was so, he he did not like being on the side of the interstate while I fumbled for my, uh, I was trying to get my insurance card, couldn't find it. All good, you know, just just looking for a real, just a bad situation. Not prepared at all to be pulled over um, and just need to be better next time. But I couldn't find it, so I was like calling my dad trying to find it. And then we found, you know, we, he thought he found it. He sent it over. That one was expired, too. The cop had had enough. I was asking him about, like, Ezekiel Elliott being on the Patriots. And he was just like, sir, can you call your dad again? I was like, sure. So he calls, it, calls my dad, or I call my dad back. He's like, I'm looking. 
the guy's just like, all right, I trust you have it. Go on your way. And that's how you get out of a ticket. You just have to just be not prepared. Being not prepared gives you so much slack in life. It's unbelievable. Having slack is literally the greatest thing to have. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's the most immature thing to have. You want to be mature and be responsible. Eh, to a degree. To a degree you do. But guess what? That mature, responsible, Harvard-going adult with a 401k, you know what he got? He got a ticket. He got a $50 ticket probably, maybe roughly a little more. It's going up these days. Um, but not me. I'm smart, dude. I don't keep, you know, insurances with uh, <laughs> non-expired insurance cards in my car. And that's okay. I've learned to live with that. I did ask him if I can find out what will happen. And he said I would get another ticket and go to the courthouse. So I guess in a way maybe actually have an insurance card on hand. I'm not advocating for you not to have one. But I did get out of a ticket of, uh, you know, because I didn't. But maybe have one because that's probably better. Um, yeah. It went great, though. The show was awesome. The crowd was so warm. I hate this flavor. The crowd was so warm. Ugh. And um, it was awesome, man. So I want to thank you guys for coming out. My next show is in for a bit, man. It's going to be a while. I'm trying to get, I got to get going up a little bit. I've been having a little bit of, uh, you know, some blues, I guess, and working with this new job and trying to figure things out. We can talk about it a little more into the episode, but I don't want to dive into it yet because we like to talk about the funny things here, the yuck yucks, the 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 ha-has and the, the googly gals. So we're going to get into it, man. I uh, I lost my phone, and that sucks. Oh, I didn't even announce my next show date. The next show is uh, November 30th right now at the Red Room Comedy Club. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. That is. All right, insert insert name here. Um, we'll, you know, I'll be posting about it when it gets closer, but we got some time and, uh, you know, I may be doing some shows, uh, in between then. So, uh, hopefully we'll be doing shows in between then. So, um, check my website, not my website, my Instagram and all my socials, but nonetheless, I lost my phone, dude. It got stolen and I don't get why it's so hard to just get a new phone. Like I was running out of my house. And that's maybe where it fell out of my pocket because when I go and I run, it's kind of insane how high my knees, dude, my knees. I don't know if you can see that on camera. Do they get that on camera? Yeah, we, we you got it. Okay. I mean, the, dude, the knees go Stop. so high. The knees go so high because I am, I just turned 26 last two weeks ago and yeah, I, I know people think I'm 26, but like, come on. I, I don't think I ever stopped maturing after 14. I really don't. And if you ask literally every girl I've ever been with, she'd probably tell you the same thing. Every ex of mine would probably be like, yeah, dude, he's still 14. And that's fine. He's growing up, though. All right? I'm growing up to be a, a male. I'm carrying an insurance card now that is registered. It doesn't get more grown up than that. So I was running out of my house, and my knees, they shot up. And I think that's when my f my phone flung out. And then I went back and I was like, where is it? I can't find it. I'm, I got to get to therapy. I'm running late. I went to therapy and we talked it out. I wanted to, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought about taking therapy from my house. I thought about that. But here's why I didn't. When I take therapy from my house, I feel a lot more um, safe. From I, I don't know what from what I don't I don't know I just don't I'm not, I know I can hang up at any second I I think I think that's it. I think I like I'm like if this gets too bad I could just go Wi-Fi and just fucking <laughs> get the fuck out of there right 
<laughs> that's that's why you got to do virtual therapy. You could just get the fuck. You can bail at any moment. It's the best. But I was like, you know what? Last time I was here, I felt so comfortable. I dug too deep, and like we, we got some like real shit come out, and I was just like. When you leave therapy after, like, some real shit comes out, you're just like, fuck. Because now you're in the real world, and there's no one to help you out there. You are just struggling in the real world all over again until next week. So I went out there, and I was I was chilling in my house, and I was just like, fuck, I don't want to do that again. I'm going to go in this week. So I left to go, and I was running late, and I wanted to go in. We go in. It went fine. We didn't get as deep this time. I actually um, found out that I was right about some things, and my therapist was wrong, which, by the way, when your therapist is wrong and you're right, there is no better feeling in the world because not only are you proving someone wrong, which is also one of the greatest emotional serotonin blasts you can get to the to the cranium but it's a professional right it's someone who's supposed to tell me why i'm not right but i was right and you know what being right with your therapist is the greatest feeling i felt in probably a year and it's the best it's, it's definitely the best i've ever felt in therapy fuck working on your shit dude becoming a better person you know digging deep working through that childhood trauma nah 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 all you gotta do is just be right once about yourself You'll be, dude, that's that's the key to happiness. That warm showers, and then um, I think Reese's fast break bars are also the key to happiness. I, I can't. I got to test that. It's not, it's not this flavor. I'll tell you that. It's if anything, it's a watermelon. Nonetheless, we, we go on tangents here on this podcast, and that's all right. Um, I came back. I um, did looking for my phone. You know the I find your iPhone, and it was off. It was turned off already. Hour and a half, hour fifteen, maybe turned off. So I'm like, okay, don't panic, don't panic. Go to Apple. They can just reactivate it, right, and find it. Not the case. They can't do shit, apparently, at Apple. I go to Apple. I got a guy. He's got a mask on. By the way, half the people in there wearing beanies. Other half of the people wearing masks. That's all the people, I guess, technically. But most of them wear masks and beanies, and it's ridiculous, dude, Um, because it's 2023, so take the mask off but whatever if you feel safe doing it i guess that's fine i don't want to get into a political storm here that's not the point i just want a new phone um and the guy's like i'm like hi i lost my phone i did the find my iphone it was disconnected what can we do and he's like you're screwed and i was like excuse me he's like you're done it's it's gone you're not gonna find it it's over and i was just like okay okay but can we like reactivate it and then he got he got like frustrated with me he was like no i just said it was over it's gone and i'm like i and then now i'm like arguing with this guy i'm like yeah i hear that i hear it's gone let's try to think of some positive things though is there anything we can do in the store is there anyone i I, any way it could be like maybe like turn back on and we'll find it he's like it's probably gone and the sim card is probably gone too i'm just like well what do we do and he's just like yeah you're gonna have to get a new phone Okay, how much is that? What's the cheapest one? $450 or $425, the iPhone SE, Southeast, a Southeastern iPhone, a Vietnamese iPhone, which isn't all iPhones Vietnamese, actually. Is this, is, I don't even know if Vietnam is technically Southeast in the world. Depending on what map you're on, it is. We'll say, <laughs> we'll say that. Um, but uh, 
what was I say? It's uh, it's a, dude, four hundred and fifty dollars for this thing is unbelievable. It's like this big, not even this big. It's like half of this. I don't know if that's on camera. And uh, what do we get? We got the iPhone eleven. I got the eleven back, and you know, it's it's doing the job, but it's so frustrating. I couldn't, and I couldn't just get the eleven. No, couldn't just couldn't just get the eleven or the fifteen in the store. No, it had to be shipped. But there's, but sir, there's about forty five phones over there. Can I have one of those? No, you can't have one of those. Why not? They're for new customers or people who buy the newest phone. Oh, okay. Can I just upgrade, pay whatever the difference is? No. No, you can't do that. Oh, okay. So what, what do I do? N- nothing. I have, to, I have to wait. You can go to AT&T and see if you have insurance. Great. I'll go do that. Go to AT&T. I, I see this guy, dude. He helps me. His name was like, oh, my God. Dude, it was Efferin or something. Efferon? Something like that. Ephraim, let's go with that. It was it was like Ethan, but it wasn't Ephraim, something like that. Yeah, um, nicest guy helped me. Then um, then we got my phone finally. Like we got we got the insurance. I'm like, let's go. And they're like, we're gonna get you an iPhone 11. I'm like, fine. They're like, it's not gonna be here till tomorrow night, and it's that's a Friday. I'm just like, great. Now I gotta just sit at home, wait for it. Which which by the way, I'm sitting at home with no phone, just hoping to God this guy buzzes my apartment. Because it's locked. Guy just got body slammed up top. It's all good. Um, hoping somebody bu- just comes into the, my uh, apartment buzzing it. Just praying to God on a wing and a prayer. Luckily, that worked. And he gave me my phone, dude. And it's all good. It's it's all worked out. And I got my phone. And you can see I'm a little I'm a little heated still. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little, little pissed about it. And um, we're moving forward, though. We're moving forward. We have my phone. I'm just happy that I, I actually went to ba- I went back to Mizzou the week before, and I had my phone then, which was good. It was kind of cool to go back and see, uh, see, dude. See, I haven't been back to Mizzou since for a while, and you kind of go back and you get really excited. You're like, "Holy shit!" Uh, I'm I'm going. We're, you know, if this is it, I'm going back to uh, I'm going back to the place I spent four years in every single day. You know, poor, broke, drunk. Going to classes, not going to classes, taking tests, failing tests. And it was, dude, you get there, you feel so old so fast seeing the kids, seeing the kids. They are, like, they're 18. Dude, I just turned 20. I am eight years older than these kids. That is insane. You go to your favorite bar, right? You walk past it or something like that. Like, oh, dude, I, I loved Willie's back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, I loved Shiloh. Oh, I loved uh, Fieldhouse. I loved Harpo's. I don't love it anymore. It's illegal to love it, I think. I think I would be arrested for loving that place right now. I mean, it, they are no older than 24. Those, I mean, 24 is the oldest, and that's a grad student. It's so, You're so old there, man. I was. I thought about shaving. I, I almost bought a, a razor when I was there. It's ridiculous. Of course, we go to the game. The game is awesome. I am absolutely hammered. My buddy, he got engaged. Congrats. Uh, Brian Wallentinowitz and uh, Cheka Wallentinowitz now. Well, coming, you know, she will become that. But um, congrats, they got engaged Saturday morning, and we were ripping shots at like six o'clock. Like he was a little nervous, so we did a shot or two, and then they got engaged at like seven, and we just kept going from there for the eleven o'clock kickoff. Went to the game, awesome game. Never have seen Faroe Field so packed. Then all of a sudden, they just blew it. They just stopped playing football. Horrible coaching decisions. It was just a, a shit show of a performance at the end. They lose the game, and it absolutely was an EMP to um, 
to, to my life, to my life and to my friends' lives. And we just did nothing. We just chilled. And I think we went out for a drink, but like a beer on the rooftop at Columbia in Columbia. And, um, yeah, man, it was, it was just cool to see everybody again and also just go back to where a lot of memories were. But you quickly are like, yeah, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> I'm ready to get the fuck back to society. Uh, there's a reason that Columbia is number one in uh, meth per capita. That's a fact. Um, so yeah, man, I don't. <laughs> it was it was a good place to be for a little bit. I don't know, but yeah. All right, we're back. I had to adjust my hair. No, I'm just kidding. We had to we had to do that thing where we stopped the camera to get the whole episode in. I guess we've been going for 17 minutes. Wow. Um, but I did also have to adjust my my hair. Look fine now. He's on his this guy. He's on his phone. This guy. He's also. What really was distracting during the stories is I looked down and you, one of your feet are, was in your slippers and then the other one you were just barefoot and it was driving me. His just, his just barefoot is just gripping his slipper, just grabbing it. And I'm just staring. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, back at Mizzou, it was like this, just fucking looking right at it. All right, get that out of there. We, we, want, we want viewers. We need <laughs> viewers, all right? I guess we could go for the the uh, like the OnlyFans page, but uh, you see, that, so OnlyFans shot a special. That's pretty cool, huh? OnlyFans comedy special. I think Zacho shot Zacho. Ryan did it. Um, Vic did it. Shout out Vic, Vic uh, Pandia, and um, OG Carter. I don't know him. Is he good? She, she's good. She, I've never seen her. Sarah Perry, too. Shout out Sarah Perry. She's on the wall. Shout out John Silman. Uh, we love John here. That would be got a fun guy to get on the podcast. That would be fun. Um, but, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't know who these people are, so that's all right. So um, now you do because they have good comedy pages. So go look up all those people. Um, but, yeah, man, so Mizzou was cool. And then it was my buddy's birthday the other night, and uh, he just he kept singing. Uh, he got me into that song last night, you know, Morgan Wall. I'm, I am so late. On the Morgan Wallen train, it's crazy. Like that last night we let the liquor talk. You know, I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. That's such a good song. And then I wish you were somebody. Blah blah blah. Na, na, na. I got my bad head. Something like that. I don't know the words, but uh, <laughs> I love, dude. I love that song. It's so good, and it, I'm so late to it. Um, it's such a good song. He, he got me onto that one, and it was his birthday, so that was cool. And I did something really cool that I've been excited to talk about on the podcast because, dude, I like giving gifts. Or sorry, I like getting gifts, but giving gifts, there's no better feeling because it's not only the feeling of, like, you get to make somebody so happy, which is awesome and, like, one of the best things in the world, but you they owe you, right? No. <laughs> they owe you. No. Yeah. That's and not how gift works. <laughs> they, you, you, they, you have this feeling of I'm giving you this and it makes you happy. And I can do that. You owe me happiness. <laughs> dude, that's how gifts work, bro. And I fucking took the king, dude. I took the king and I won the, and I don't know how to play chess, but I think you just move the king. That's all you got to do. And that's what I did, dude. It was awesome. I won, and I had, and here's how I won. I, dude, the nicest guy, by the way, uh, my buddy Kenny, from second grade, and and our so our buddy Kenny, me and our, my friend Justin, we went to the same elementary school together, same high school, same college, still friends to this day. Um, 
my we had a friend Kenny. He moved away in second grade. He I followed him back on Instagram like maybe uh, a couple months ago, and, and I hadn't seen I haven't seen him in years. Like I, I didn't even recognize him. It was it was crazy, and um, I I mean I haven't seen him since second grade, and he messages me at, like swipes up on my story about something I posted, and you know we're talking about comedy in the city, and I'm like yeah man it's great where are you? He's like I'm in Chicago, and I'm like, dude. Is there any chance I could get you to come out with us tonight? It's Justin's birthday, and this would be an amazing birthday surprise. He would freak. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm down. He was so cool about it. So we went to the bar, and um, and, and, and we went to a pregame first. And he, would, he, he was going to meet us at the bar. We're at the pregame, and Justin, I told him he has a surprise coming. And Justin's just this anxious motherfucker, just fucking freaking out, trying like, who is it? Like, letting it ruin the pregame damn near for him. And it's great. He has no, dude, he has no idea who it is. And it's fantastic. We get to uh, the bar, and, I, and he finds out who it is, I tell him. And he, he tears up a little. I'm like, oh, shit. I won. I, dude, I, this is, look how much, look how much happiness he has. I win. I win. I win. Uh, no, I'm joking. But obviously I feel, <laughs> I felt so good, dude. I, he was so happy and it was so cool making somebody that happy. And I want to chase that, not for the actual feelings about, you know, wanting the, the, to get something back for it. That's a joke. But I felt so cool to make somebody that happy. And then Kenny showed up and when he showed up, dude, Kenny was so happy. Kenny teared up and it was awesome, dude. They were, it was just, it was just a, re, a real reunion, man. I posted it on my story. It was a real reunion. And, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, second grade was what? I mean, almost, was it 20 years ago maybe, if not more? Probably, somewhere around there. Wild. Just wild, man. So, you know, special shit like that in life is really cool. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's uh, it not every, you don't always get moments like that, so, Doing that is something that I think everybody in the world should probably go out and try to do. You know what? That's everybody. I hate assigning homework, dude. I don't do that. But, like, if you guys want to take anything from this podcast today, go out there and do something super nice for someone because they might do something back for you. I'm joking. Go do it for the feeling of just doing it. It's amazing. It's it's the best. Giving a gift is so much better than getting a gift. 100%. Because when you get a gift, you got to give it back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, uh, we dude, we're so stupid here. What do we got? We got the am I the assholes? Or do you want to do the dating? We'll do the dating advice one first. Um, all right. If she likes you, would she reach out? I'd like to hear the lady's perspective on this one. Well, you're gonna get a males. I understand. <laughs> I understand it's normal and natural for the guy to do a lot of the heavy lifting initially in the talking stage. I have texted the first several times and unsuccessfully tried to arrange plans um, because she was what the fuck. Oh, this is a guy. This is a guy writing. I don't know why I thought it was a girl asking. Um, I understand it's normal and natural for the guy to do the heavy lifting initially in the talking stage. I've texted for several times unsuccessfully, uh, tried to make plans because she was too busy. Um, I did ask her out for the next day, so it makes it sense that she was busy, but still no reschedule. That's tough. The point is I think I've made my interest clear. You have. So if she isn't putting in the effort, is she not interested? I think there's, a, there's, there's two routes to that answer. If she, if there, there is part of me that thinks she would, if she wanted to, she would. And since she doesn't reach out, she just isn't interested. The other part thinks that since I like her, I should keep go things going and ask her one more time before cutting losses. What is a reasonable amount of effort to expect from a girl before you've had a first date? I love this one. And I know it's for the girls and I, we should get a girl to answer that one. That's uh, honestly, they're going to have a better answer. But 
for me, it's like if she doesn't give you a date to reschedule, that's tough. I would do it one more time. She may truly just be busy. It's not always like a chess match. Sometimes it is, but like sometimes they're just straight up busy. I mean, you should be obviously just straight up busy sometimes too. So that's, that's, I mean, you're not going to find better advice. That, that was what, a, that was just a me given. If you wanted a highlight reel right there, that's going to make it because that was some pretty good equal advice. That was not favoring men. That was not favoring women. I played it right down the fucking line, dude. I walked the tightrope. That's what I do. This is Nikki tightropes on this podcast. All right. <laughs> I don't know why they get, I don't know why I pay for a podcast. Who knows? Am I the asshole for feeling my work bonus should be my money and not my family money? Here we go. This is a good one. Christian picked this one up. Hey, hey. <laughs> it starts with hey. Hey, I got into a little argument with my wife regarding my work bonus. This is my first job in my field after school. We recently had a performance review and I got a raise in bonus. Congrats. My wife feels like my bonus should be considered family money. My wife does not get a monetary bonus at her job. She works on an hourly rate. I also earn more and pay a higher percentage of her household expenses. Okay. Someone, I mean, someone has to, right? We got into, uh, we got into it because I wanted to keep my bonus and use it on myself. What do you want to use it on? Like, what do you want to get? My wife feels like we should use it for the family or save it. I try to explain that I do feel I should be free to use my work bonus as I wish. She is calling me selfish and claims I do not understand what marriage means. Uh, I see no issue with a bonus being used solely on the person who earned it. I told her if she got a bonus, I would not question what she did. Bull fucking shit, dude. That, she then replied, if I got one, no, fuck this, dude. I would, no, you're the asshole. And here's why, dude. You would so fucking complain. I know I'm cursing. It's supposed to not curse on YouTube, but it's fine. I was, uh, you would so, you you would so be pissed at her. It would be, you would be livid. Imagine she comes home, new coach purse. She earns more money than you. She's the only one who gets bonuses in the house, right? That's what you do. She brings home a new purse. She bring, brings home a new dress, new shoes, new... Uh, fuck it, man. I don't, I, I don't know. I, earrings. You would be livid that didn't go to your family's money, to the food. You would be livid that didn't go to clothes for your kids, to college. You would be so over the moon pissed that she's spending it on herself because that's the agreement that you bring home most of the money. Get the fuck out of here, dude. You're an asshole. You're an absolute asshole. Oh, my God. This one's a no one. We are both 26, no kids. What family? Okay, well, then what family? Okay, either way. Well, I might have won too hard on him. <laughs> Dude, what family? What does he mean by family, buddy? This is why, this is why you read the, the whole thing. I, I, I just didn't read the last two words. He goes, am I the asshole in the wrong here? And then he goes, we are both 26, no kids. Here's the thing. You, you're less of an asshole, okay? <laughs> I thought you had kids. Where the fuck? Why are you calling it family money? That's bullshit. Yeah, like we should use it for the family. Say you and her. What are you talking about, man? Oh, that's bullshit. You're less of the asshole because, like, you should be able to use your money. But at the same time, I mean, saving it if you want a family one day. You should be putting, like, money. I don't want to tell you what you should be doing. Money, I'm the worst fucking guy with money. But um, you should be putting it, I mean, towards, if you if you want a family and you want you got to save up for college and shit, I mean, 
you're still the asshole, but you're definitely less of one. And I apologize for going so hard on you about that. That's embarrassing, but but we can clip it. <laughs> Something I don't know. Um, all right, last one. How much time we got? God, we got a couple minutes here. Hurry up. Uh, am I the asshole for teaching my kids uh, to shoot with my wife's <laughs> to, sh- to shoot with my wife's permission? All right. Down. To what? You're down, my love. Thank you. Am I? Yeah. So he's he just taught his kids how to shoot a gun. I'm guessing without asking his wife. Me. All right, so here we go. I don't even know what I'm thinking yet. We'll see. See if you can win me over. Me, 43, and my wife, 42. I had asked my wife if I was okay to teach our two kids to shoot. She said, it's all, I mean, it's over right there, buddy. She said no because she thought it would be too dangerous because they were 8 and 13. I mean, doggone it. That's a fair argument, buddy. Um, I left it for, let it be for a while. Until there was a string of break-ins in our area. So I went behind my wife's back and I taught them because uh, because our babysitter for them is my mom who is suffering from cataracts. So I thought I'd rather have the kids know how to defend themselves if our house got broke, broke into. My, my, my wife found out and even after I explained my concerns and, and, and about the break-ins, she was still just angry uh, and she was just too angry to listen to. What does that mean? She was just too angry to listen. Sorry. Um, I'm terrible at reading. Uh, I get that. I went behind her back and and uh, did even though... What, what does that mean? This guy's not writing it correctly. It's not my fault. I get that. I went behind her back and did even though she said no. But <laughs> that rhymes. But I thought it was for the best. This guy... You can't teach your... Dude, they're eight. Eight and third. What the fuck are they going to do? Dude, the guy coming in the house... Let's be honest, man. You're robbing a place... It takes fucking stones. That's some some BDE, dude. To rob a place, you're not getting robbed probably by a five four dude. Okay, this has got to be about five nine and up. Okay, and your kids at eight and thirteen, dude. I mean, they do not have the the experience, the confidence, and you're not going to teach the confidence that fast for them to go firing a weapon, man. Also, are you showing them where the gun is? I mean, that's ridiculous. I did. It's beyond you're you're not an asshole but you're fucking stupid how about that and why is that lady with cataracts taking care of the kids yeah i mean you got to get a baby yeah get a better babysitter get it hey get a security system how about that don't have your 76 year old mother maybe do that with cataracts what is cataracts is the blind drawn right that's what the curtain comes down what are we doing hey 43 year old male what are we doing? Huh? I think it was Short Kings trying to steal Hasbro. Who? Short Kings. No, Short, short Kings, dude. Yeah, short Kings is such a, a, just, you're trying to, I, I love short people, dude. I'm not, I'm not like Randy Newman. I love short people. Houses. What? They can build houses. You're short? What are you, like 5'8"? Yeah. You're 5'8". That's not short. Um, it is for ladies. For ladies, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, no, I don't think you're the asshole at all here, man. I mean, I don't think you're an asshole. I just think you're just stupid, man. Do not teach your kids to shoot. Your wife's going to get over this, definitely. But, like, I would worry about where you keep that gun, man. I would relocate it from where you told your kids because you do not need an 8-year-old trying to load a Glock 9. <laughs> you don't need you don't need 13-year-old Sammy pumping a shotgun, okay? You don't need any of that. You need to go and... <laughs> You need a high keister. I don't give a fuck where you put that little pistol. But get it out of the fucking house. I would put it into a lockbox or something. 
I mean, do not let these kids have access to it. Those eight and thirteen, dude. They believe they believe in fucking Mickey Mouse, dude. They believe. Well, you know what? Mickey Mouse actually is pretty believable, but we're not going to go down that route because he does walk around. But it's fine. Um, they believe in childish things, man. But now, what are they going to do? Pull the trigger? <laughs> They're going to what? Wake up, watch Garfield, hear a noise, and pull the trigger? That's not going to happen. That's America. That's America. All right. Well, we hit the timer on this thing then. I want to say thank you for everybody that listened to this one. This one flew by, man. I don't know if I'm just getting good again at these um, or maybe this episode sucked. But uh, if you guys could reach out to buy, try to get them to sponsor us, despite me not liking this flavor, that would be great. Uh, November 30th is the, the show. So come on out to that. And, uh, you know, that's at Red Room Comedy Club now. And it's going to be on a, th- it's a Thursday. So it's going to be doable. And, uh, yeah, I want to thank you guys for coming out. And we're doing weekly episodes. So I will see you next Friday with a surprise guest. How about that? All right. I love you guys. Adios. Peace.